0: Hello and welcome to a special bonus edition.
1: Oh, of What's Black special right Will? Uh, you got that right.
0: It's still Tuesday, February 4th, 2020. I'm your host, Will Hunter, joined by my esteemed, I already used esteemed, my mm. fin- you know what? my fanatical co-host Matt Sheehan.
1: Yes. Emotional. Matt, how are you? Uh, good. I already interrupted you twice this show. Sorry about that. (laughs) I am a complete basket case, but we will get to that later. I'm assuming, I don't know. You, you wanted to record with me for some reason. I I couldn't imagine what it possibly could have been about.
0: Yeah. So this is a special bonus edition. Um, we'll do our regular show and probably have more on this, um, for tomorrow morning, for Wednesday morning with some reaction to the basketball game that's being played tonight. Um, we didn't want to totally, I don't know. It's just a lot of content, not a lot of space. Um, Mark D'Antonio has resigned.
1: Yeah, he's, Let uh, that he's sit put that there. out there. Yep.
0: Yeah. That's, uh, it, it was, um, I think, qualifies as stunning. Mm-hmm. Not the actual fact that Mark D'Antonio won't be the head coach of Michigan State anymore. Um, Matt, it's February 4th.
1: Happy February 4th, Will. Yes. A great time for uh, football coaches to step away. Yeah, yes. Definitely um, the target date of a lot of them. So, perfect. Yeah.
0: We are two months late to the coach resigning slash retiring slash getting fired slash mutually parting ways, mm-hmm. coaching carousel. Um, the, the carousel has spun up, reached full speed, slowed all the way down and come to a complete grinding halt. And then Mark Dantonio, while they're closing up the carousel park, <laughs> jumped the fence and just drop kicked the railing on the carousel and got that sucker spinning once again.
1: He sure did. Did a great job at it. Um, this is crazy. Like I, mm-hmm. I, I like I'm not. This is going to sound insane, but I'm not really exaggerating. I'm say like. I don't think I've ever felt like this before. I mean, obviously, in real-life stuff, sure. But, like, in the sports arena, I've definitely never felt like this. I mean, when coaches get fired, you know, it's usually a bad tenure. You're happy to see them go. Or, you know, when a legend leaves, you're usually just absolutely devastated. But here I am. Like, it's hard to keep the same emotion for more than, like, 20 seconds as I'm processing this uh, for, what, were two and a half hours into learning this news. Like, on one hand, it's – I'll just start off with the crappy-sounding one. Like, it is kind of exciting. I mean, this wasn't going to get better before it got worse. Like, I Mm -hmm. think it was very clear that Mark D'Antonio is going to shock you, Will. uh, He was a little stubborn in his ways. He liked to keep his friends around on the coaching staff. He liked to just not really adapt either on the coaching staff or in the game itself. This wasn't going to get better. I know that he reached heights. I know that he built the program from the ground up, seemingly, starting back in 2007. Game's a little different now. Uh, the landscape of the Big Ten's a little different now. So on one hand, like it's kind of excited to get a new chapter started, kind of rewrite a new book here with whoever's going to step in. Is that going to be Mike Tressel for the full interim? Are they going to hire someone full-time in January? <laughs> I mean, in February. Who knows? But it's also sad, of course. I mean, he took MSU football to heights that I never even thought were possible. I I was a fan of MSU football way before Dan Antonio even stepped foot on East Lansing. I mean, you go through the Bobby Williams era, the John L. Smith era, and next thing you know, it a few years later, you got three Big Ten titles, a Rose Bowl, a college football berth. He was owning the state against Michigan. Huge wins against Ohio State, Penn State, Notre Dame. Like, it's it's sad that all those memories are, you know – the books kind of close on those. Of course, we'll have them forever, but the man who brought us those is gone, and it's also just sad with the way it ended as well. The, he really stumbled to the finish line here in the last four years. You hate to see that happen, mm-hmm. not in a joking way. You actually do hate to see that happen. This guy brought MSU to heights that were unsinkable, and now they're kind of back down to where they were when he started. So that, in a way, that's heartbreaking as well. But you also throw in the emotion of confused. Why February fourth? Why the day before signing day? Why in the midst of all this Curtis Blackwell stuff? Like, is there something going down? And that leads you to the emotion of just hopeful, hopeful that nothing's going to fall, like hopeful that no shoe is going to drop or no bombshell is going to explode. I don't think so, but let me tell you, the optics of quitting on February 4th, the day before signing day via a tweet, and I know he's going to have a press conference later today. It's, it kind of smells fishy, but then again, you go back to thinking, like, D'Antonio's never been a darling with the media anyway. Like, this is kind of just how he does things. He's never handled situations like this. That well. So, yeah, maybe popping a tweet off, maybe that's just his way of doing things. And I don't know. But last, I mean, the, the last emotion, this is the one that stuck with me the most is just thankful. I mean, D'Antonio's got a good legacy right now. Will anything come out? I genuinely don't know. You hope not. But one thing that won't ever be tarnished is all the memories that MSU football has given us. The Rose Bowl. I mean, just selfishly, personally, driving down with my family to the college football playoff. Yeah, they got smacked around, but that was unbelievable. It's something I'll never forget. Watching Rocket, watching little giants from the student section. I mean, watching all those wins against Michigan. It's, it's sad. I mean, the Big Ten titles, everything, a lot of my great memories... It's not a secret how close I hold MSU sports to my heart. And a lot of people in my life do as well, like my friends, my family. And I've got to enjoy a lot of moments about MSU football with Mark D'Antonio, being the captain for it. Also, for that, I'm forever thankful. So, yeah, it's, it's very emotional. I'm, I'm going to be probably all over the board here in the next 10, 15, 20 minutes, however long we record. Because really, I, I still even two and a half hours later, I still can't really wrap my head around this or really how to completely feel about this. So, Will. I'm sorry, man, but that's where I am. This is what you have to deal with today. Just a long, rambling mess of an MSU fan who doesn't know how to feel about a hero retiring on February 4th via a tweet. So, i leave you with that, Will. i leave you with that. Yeah. It's emotional. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Uh, I think for a lot of people, it's a lot of... uh, A whirlwind, if you will. Yeah. Happy, sad, scared nervous, frustrated, annoyed, thankful. Like you can really run the gamut um and that's what happens when you have a 13-year career at a single yeah. place, take it to unseen heights, so at least unseen since the 60s,
1: unseen modern heights. Um unsinkable modern heights, too. I mean, yeah, do you think MSU football could get good? Yeah, but back then, during the Bobby Williams-John Smith era, you thought good was like a 9-3 and season, you know, just hanging out. Oh, hey, this is a pretty neat bowl game. Not Big Ten contenders for a good part of, like, about five to six years there in a pocket where Ohio State was rolling. Penn State was pretty solid. I mean, yeah, it's it it was – I don't think I'm overstepping by saying he brought MSU to unsinkable heights.
0: No, I mean, they were – uh northwestern minnesota um iowa a little you know like a little lesser iowa because under ference iowa's had some good success you know they were Mm -hmm. a 500-ish program sometimes it's four wins sometimes it's seven wins usually it's six (laughs) right yeah um yeah and then 10 became the standard really quickly Uh, Very quickly, yeah. In four years, ten wins became the standard, and for uh, the better part of six, seven years, that lived up to it. And then the last, you know, three, four years, three of the last four years, it's been failing to uh, achieve that, and all the stuff that comes with it. It was, it was a hell of a ride, and it ended
1: the way it started and <laughs> a it
0: ended at like a, just a giant brick wall <laughs> like it was yeah the most amazing wonderful beautiful like little giants rocket all the whatever the mouse trap if you like, will hey Dill, little
1: mike sadler up the middle you know the the, just, the little hits in between all the big hits the, the car sides if you yeah will.
0: the car was on fire d'antonio was flooring it the entire time bombs were going off he was driving it was like mad max fury road Mm -hmm. there's people on poles trying to jump in and blow up the car and you're just making it and then at the very end he falls into a pit (laughs) and you're like yeah well that was certainly an experience it was Um, yeah (laughs) yeah i think it's gonna be a lot of mixed emotions for people um and you really summed it summed it up well. I think that's going to be the prevailing thing. And in time, the bad stuff. As long as there's nothing that comes out, and even I don't even know what would uh, like. We kind of know everything, and and really, who cares about recruiting violations? Like if
1: that's the thing, it's like that's being thrown around. Like oh, wow, the Blackwell sink has such a shadow. It's like mm, the the two things they got him for most recently are that he might have hired a player's parents. Okay. Let's see who else does that. Oh, everyone, every F and one. Okay. That's cool. And then the other one was what Blackwell being with D'Antonio and in home visits. Like it's not like he was parking escalades in, in the driveway of these players houses. I mean, it, it, those are at best at, at the very most, probably a slap on the wrist, perhaps both wrists uh, from him, but yeah, like and he also wouldn't go, just go right into a role in the effect Department, if he had, like, this major thing, you know, th- that was out there already. Now, will it come? I-, I genuinely don't know, perhaps. But, yeah, like, I don't think MSU would just be, oh, okay, hey, you're retiring. Go go sit in this office right here, even though something uh, horrible is, like, happening right now. So, yeah, that's just the way I, I-, I see it. I-, I don't think the whole allegations thing is I the mean, for this I think thing, but, like, you can't rule it out. I think
0: you are – fooling yourself if you don't think that whole situation like maybe mm-hmm. not the specific like oh who cares about hiring cody white staff like whatever that happens Sure, right right but the totality of it all the stuff the lawsuit um the impending whatever allegations yeah. that there are from of ncaa violations and all of that certainly i think you're fooling yourself if you don't think that situation <laughs> expedited this process like to me i don't i i'm I'm not. I guess I'm frustrated with the timing of it. Mm-hmm. Um, not even from the point of the financials. Like, yeah, man, collect, get your money, and do it. Like, yeah, I'm not. I'm not really against him. I don't. If it was me, right, I've talked about this. If I was Bill Beekman, mm-hmm. I, you know, I would have been like, well, you didn't earn the money. We're gonna move on, like that kind of thing. But like, they weren't moving on from him. That's uh, it, the bonus was there. It's like, Mark, if you wanna. $4 million, all you got to do is hang around. <laughs> like, yes, I'm going to hang around. So it's not even from that. Um, and I really think, like, had he wanted to make this his last season, for sure, because it seemed like it was, and then it seemed like it wasn't. He said he was coming back. Beekman said he was expecting him back. Stanley said he was expecting him back. I really do think that when Michigan State got done with the pinstripe bowl, Mark D'Antonio's intention was to coach this team next year.
1: And that's and, a shocking part of it. Yeah.
0: And I think being deposed for eight hours, having a story come out every single week about something relating to him, uh, generally not in a great light, um, mm-hmm. the allega- the allegations of uh, NCAA violations, like all of it's just the totality of it. And then he looks, he's like, I got, you know, this is, I don't want to do this anymore. Like it's just, just so much. BS that he doesn't even really have to deal with because he's got enough money His you know, family, these kids are adults. He's older, had health issues. It makes sense that he would retire. Um, So I, I, I think he went into this off season expecting to be the coach and something has changed within the last month that has made him not want to be the coach, whether we'll find out if it's something big coming down uh, the, the pike, so to speak. Um, but the timing of it, I don't think you can argue anything other than the timing of it is absolutely horrible. Like Yeah. Totally. Oh, it
1: puts him in a horrible spot. I mean, that that's yeah. for sure.
0: And that's the frustrating part, is just like when did you know you were gonna do this? Why are you doing this? Did you just hang around to get the did you like I don't think he just hung around to get the bonus and then was out of here. Like they could have negotiated yeah. that in, like, all right guys, I'm gonna retire. December 16th, but I, or December 27th, after the pinstripe bowl, but you're going to give right. me that bonus. And they would have been yeah. like, yeah, and of MSU course. MSU wasn't going
1: to miss that of, money. Of course. Like, yeah, MSU could have recouped that $4.3 million with a few phone calls. like They weren't going to miss that money. Beekman could have forced his hand being like, hey, uh, we can give you this bonus if you want to step away early, but now here we are. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah, there's just too much around this for me to be like, well, I think this was Mark D'Antonio's plan all along. <laughs> they're, they're
1: absolutely not. And no, yeah, you're right. That's outrageous if you think that's actually the case, um, because it doesn't make sense for really anyone involved. So yeah. And, yeah. and that
0: parachute position is in his contract and he's not in any sort of trouble right now. Right. Um, and that's a million dollar job for doing
1: <laughs> probably not much. Yeah, maybe going to a few like I don't know yeah. donor events and yeah, you know, calling it, it a day, shaking some hands and kissing babies. Good work babies. if you can get it. Will I? Yeah. I might. I, you know, I might look into that line of work and set up podcasting. I'll let you know though. We'll see.
0: Yeah. Um. So, we'll see. Um. And honestly, if an ambassador to your program who's not really doing much for the athletic department, um, committed some minor to medium recruiting violations, mm-hmm. while head coach, who cares? Like. He's not the coach anymore. This is how you, like, honestly, the Blackwell stuff probably goes out of the news. It's not nearly as important now, certainly not nationally, um, because Mark D'Antonio is not the coach anymore. He's the former coach, and that matters when it comes to headlines and uh, uh, if a story is going to be bigger than it perhaps should be. Um, Sure. So, yeah, that's certainly all playing in here as well. Let's do this. Let's pause real quick, real quick. And then we're only going to do two segments today. We'll come back, talk more about this. Uh, I want to talk about potential replacements, Matt.
1: Yeah, that is a fair conversation to have, I we're
0: gonna We're going to move on right now. Okay, so D'Antonio retires, resigns, whatever. Mm-hmm. Mike Trestle's named the interim coach. Sure. And immediately, speculation begins, Matt.
1: Oh, the speculation began before Tressel was even named the interim <laughs> yes, <laughs> uh, it did. coach. Oh, yeah. Oh, big time. And yeah. uh, this would be a lot more of a fun conversation to have, you know, when it's not February 4th, <laughs> when it's like an acceptable time to step away and coaching yeah. candidates are like a viable option. But literally anyone that we name coming up that already isn't a coach at MSU, it's like, uh, why? Like, you could see why they wouldn't want to come here yeah. this late in the offseason. So, was that caveat? Yeah, let's talk replacements, baby. All right. Fickle? No, pass him up. We want we want Andy Reid, baby. That's <laughs> the Really, like, what are some realistic – and I, if you don't mind, can I just, like, cross off, like, a name or two right now, right sure. off the bat? Sure. P.J. Fleck, okay, uh, Michigan State right now is not a better job than Minnesota. Pays uh, more. I would rather – uh, oh, sure, it pays more, but you know I think you can get Minnesota to pay you more, too, down the line, perhaps. I don't know. You can't win at Minnesota like they
0: have at MSU in the last decade. I do But think they're building something
1: a- over there in Minnesota in the West, and uh, this, right now in, MSU yeah. in the East isn't just behind Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State. They're starting to slip behind Indiana, and uh, it's just not a good situation. Yeah. And Matt Campbell, I can't see Matt Campbell coming over here, leaving Iowa State. Um, I'm sure he's gotten – sexier job offers in the past. At a sexier time, again, than February fourth. <laughs> That's gonna be the theme here. Like this is not good timing. I know that the season doesn't start till August. But it might as well like y- you've missed the transfer portal boat. I mean, not the whole thing, but you know, a lot of the big ones have latched onto different teams. You have no say in the recruiting class. Um yeah. And the staff, what's going to happen there? Like, what are you going to do? You're going to pull some guys. I, I don't know. I, I truly don't know because this is kind of unprecedented mm-hmm. uh, to just get up and leave in February. So, yeah, that, those are two names that I, I just don't think are even possible. PJ Fleck and Matt Campbell. Do you think either of those are even somewhat possible? Uh, No. Okay. I, wrote, I wrote Campbell up in my
0: here's some names because okay. I think <laughs> – I honestly put him in there because I think he should be someone that they're like, hey – I can't um, believe he's still at ISU. Yeah, let, yeah. Let's br- let's try to break the bank for this guy, um, Matt Campbell. I'm not sure if he's been offered what. Um, it seems like from things I've read, yeah. So Michigan State. I know we're like farting around and like we stink. Michigan State's so bad. Like like Michigan State is still a top program in the country. Like it's still, a, it's a top
1: thirty job. Yeah, yeah.
0: It's it's still up there. No, it's not a top job, but it's still like it's better than Iowa State. <laughs> um, and I don't even think that's a question for uh, like at all. Like Iowa State wins eight games and they're having a parade. Uh,
1: right. No, it, correct. But on February 4th, uh, it's no, just staying yeah. put it, Iowa State might be the better job here. <laughs> like time is, is a massive factor in this. But hey, I've been Ron before. I'm going to be Ron probably the rest of my life. So
0: no, See I, I if don't I think. Um, I don't think Campbell will because of the timing like maybe if it was normal timing and they put together a huge offer for him and like Campbell's our guy we got to get him then they could yeah. get him uh, under these circumstances I don't think they will although I threw him in my article like I said because I think he should be the name that they're selling out to get uh, but they're not going to um, I put Jason Candle in my article as well which you can read spartanswire.usatoday.com um, Jason Candle is basically Matt Campbell Campbell Light um Jason Candle's the head coach at Toledo uh basically every step of his career has taken over for Matt Campbell after Matt Campbell left kind of thing like they were at uh, Mount Union Wisconsin together Campbell goes to Toledo um and then Candle uh, jumps up at Mount Union then goes to Toledo and then takes over uh OC at Toledo after Campbell goes up and then Campbell goes to Iowa State Toledo Uh, candle takes over as head coach at Toledo like he's literally just following Matt Campbell around Um, and Toledo to Michigan State certainly a jump that you can handle uh, in terms of like the Mac to the Big Ten makes sense Uh, you wouldn't have to break the bank and he's someone who is a really smart offensive mind Um, I don't think that's likely to happen but it sort of makes sense on paper Mm -hmm. Um, I mean the name we're all hearing everyone is hearing is uh, Luke Fickle obviously
1: I honestly saw Fickle's name for the MSU job before I even saw the tweet that D'Antonio stepped down. Like, he, that guy is hot, hot on the internet uh, rumors right now. Why not? Oh, hold on. Alex
0: Kirshner, oh. um says, Pitt is a better job than Michigan State. No, it's it's not.
1: Oh, okay. We're getting a little too hot on the takes there. That's, yeah. that's. Um, oh, it's not even. No. Oh, boy. Okay. Well, uh it's it's I'm sorry I I
0: understand that the ACC is super but um but it's not um oh and just so everyone knows we're recording this before Mark D'Antonio's press conference so it might be irrelevant here in a minute um Narduzzi um no
1: thanks thanks for your service thank (laughs) you for your service here I I, the only time I want to see you back in East Lansing is for like a Rose Bowl tribute that's Kind of it.
0: I like Pat, Not, but I I don't know.
1: Um, oh, he's great, and I feel bad saying that. I don't really want him, but
0: I don't want a retread of mm. this.
1: I want a no, new. I no. want a new
0: era. I don't want the D'Antonio plus era. I want a new era. I don't want Harlan Burnett or Mike
1: Tressler or Pat Narduzzi. Yeah, that that's fine with me. Yeah, um, honestly.
0: Yeah, going back to Fickle week. Sorry, I got distracted by that a horrible take.
1: No, um, I don't blame you.
0: Um. Yeah, Luke Fickle. It's literally the exact same trajectory, career path. Successful Ohio State defensive coordinator to successful Cincinnati head coach to Michigan State. It's the D'Antonio path and then the Fickle path. Um he's someone who, like you said, has been mentioned as the replacement. Um, you said before you heard that before D'Antonio um was even officially resigned. I've read people saying that they've been talking to fickle for the last week or so um i've had someone tell me that the fickle negotiations are almost done already um and you i've had stop some it.
1: stop it no you haven't
0: i've had i swear and i've had someone tell me that
1: fickle's not even an option <laughs> perfect okay all right all right now now we're back <laughs> okay yes. good um i okay if, if Fickle yeah. does happen i would at least have to like hand write an apology to beekman right for, for swinging this. I, I would feel a little guilty of uh, doubting this entire process, but... Nah. Okay, good. All right, glad we're uh, on that page. Um, Yeah, hey, it seemed to work before. Uh, the the Mark Antonio career path seemed to work. Yeah, let's run it back. But no, like on a real note, yeah, I, I'd be pretty happy with Fickle, right? I mean, he seems to be a, a good coach. Uh, he seems to be doing well recruiting at Cincinnati. It'd be nice to see what he could do at a place like MSU, so... Yeah, I, I feel like that's the popular opinion among state fans. It's like, yeah, Fickle would be the top guy in the list, right?
0: Fickle would probably be my number one um, choice. Yeah. Um, he's got Midwest ties, and that's good. Has recruited the hell out of this area. Has probably over-recruited his head uh, at Cincinnati. Like He's yeah. got three or four four-stars <laughs> in this year's Cincinnati class. Mm-hmm. Um, Michigan State has zero um has one really done really well at say even more success than D'Antonio had there sort of that same defensive mindset comes from the same school but like different you know it's yeah. it's not a, it's fickle's never worked or he may have been a young staffer on a D'Antonio defense um but has sort of carved out his own path if you will they've done some things well, offensively too, it's he's not tied down to the old school conservative mentality of, you know, playing archaic football. Um,
1: he has well, yeah, I know that because he got to ten wins this year. So yeah. yeah, I know that his offense is not it, archaic. He's got a burning hate for Michigan. Sold. I like him already. Yeah. Let's let's take a fireball shot, Luke.
0: Come on. He kind of he kind of checks all the uh, the old proverbial boxes. So he'd be my yeah. my number one and. Most of the reporting around this I've seen seems to suggest that he is in line for it, but, you know, as we're recording this, a, uh, a four-star receiver just committed to Cincinnati for the 2020 class and is expected to sign with them tomorrow. So who knows? We should also mention that Michigan State landed a commitment <laughs> about 10 minutes after Mark D'Antonio resigned.
1: I I missed that. Yeah, everyone missed that. <laughs> oh, shoot! Talk everyone about a news dump. Uh, I'm gonna assume not a five or four star.
0: No, two. Okay. Yeah, two oh, stars sorry. on 24-7. That's why I'm not, not like, really compensa.
1: up in arms about this whole, like, quit before signing day thing. It's like, well, I mean, this isn't like a, it's, a it's not even, class.
0: No, it's not even Michigan State's class, honestly. Yeah, there's a few guys, whatever, and the other players would, I think, be able to transfer pretty easily. It's sure. not even about that. Right. It's about one day before Coach X locks in their class at Cincinnati, before Fickle mm-hmm. locks in, like, hey – the day before, all those kids leave. That's the, yeah. that's the bigger thing for me is asking a coach to abandon his recruiting class the day before he's expected to sign. However many of them it is, whether it's three, four, five, two kids, like it's still the 2020 class is getting finalized. Nope. And you're not only is Michigan State losing their head coach when the class is getting finalized, you're asking somebody else to leave their recruiting class to come coach your team. Uh, the day before their recruiting class or, you know, three days after they just finished off their recruiting class. It's just, it's, Fantastic. it's just a terrible, horrible time to switch jobs.
1: Yeah, it is. And, uh, yeah, here we are.
0: So, all right, that'll do it for our special edition. We'll be back tomorrow morning, uh, with some more on this, whatever develops from the press conference, um, and then we will uh, have some basketball reaction as well. So let's uh, pause or end it right here, Matt. Um, mm-hmm. We'll be back tomorrow. Reminders to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. Uh,
1: take us on home. Oh man, Whew. I still can't even gather my thoughts. Uh, thanks for everything, Mark D'Antonio. Uh No, no, thanks for the February fourth departure. But anyway, thank you. All right, goodbye.
0: Let's work on your timing,
1: Mark. See ya.